0: If you want to join us, sign up at kathyheller.com slash five day.
1: You truly do not have to get it perfect. You just have to get it going. But the best time to get it going is today.
0: Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the podcast. So we have a great episode for you today and I'm so excited to dive in. Before we do, I just have to ask, are you coming to hang out with me next week? It's free. It's a live workshop, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You can get your spot at kathyheller.com slash abundance. And we are going to talk about what are the proven tools to allow you to live the most abundant life possible. This is some of the best work that I do, and I'm so excited to spend this time with you to work through some of these tools and also to practice some meditation. And don't worry, it's going to be easy. It's going to be something that you're not just going to like, you're going to love it. And I'm going to teach you how you can do this and how you can keep memorizing how to get back to it. But you're also really going to be able to look at what is it that you want to create in your life and how can you do that now? Not in five years, not next year. How can you do that right away? It is all here. And by the time we're done with this workshop, you are going to feel so good. So grab your spot, kathyheller.com slash abundance, and it's free. So if you've been enjoying this podcast or any of the things that I've been putting out in the world, then I highly recommend that you tell a friend to join you because it's free and I'm going to be there live. And not only that, we're going to have tons and tons of giveaways and prizes. And it's just going to be such a good time. It always is. So come. You're going to love it. kathyhellercom slash abundance. Sign up you're going to thank me. You're going to be so glad that you came. All right. So today's episode, I want to share a couple things with you. First, we're going to listen to a coaching call I had with Katrina, who's amazing. She's living a life that she loves. She's traveling the world and raising her beautiful kids, but she's tried this business and she's tried putting out a lot of offers and she feels like there's still a gap towards the financial abundance that she really desires. So we're going to dig in deeper into what's been keeping her from really seeing that abundance pour in. So here we go. Hi.
2: Hello.
0: you? I'm great. It's so nice to see you. Oh, it's so nice to see you too. So mm-hmm. tell me about you. Tell me, um, like, where are you at? What are you like feeling called to? Like, what are you desiring right now? Right. Well, right now I'm in uh, Portugal in this gorgeous
3: little, yeah, because we're traveling the world. I've got four kids and my family's traveling the world. So we've just, Oh my God, I love bed. that. It's amazing. It's so amazing. So we've been in a camp. I'm taking notes. And we've just got here to start. The kids are doing this fantastic little, like, alternative school programs, like a nature-based school, and it's just in a paddock, and it's so cool.
0: So they just started that today. I need to hear more about that. Send me a link to that,
3: please. I know. I was like, you will love this. You would absolutely love it. Like, it's so up your alley with all the stuff you've been talking about with the kids and stuff lately, too. So I will. I'll tell you about that. Okay. Okay. So where am I at with, I guess personally like I think I said in the thing like I feel like I've got the self-development personal stuff life sorted love life just you know have been working on my own self for eight years you know so I've got that side of it sorted but ever since I kind of discovered that there was all this stuff that you could do to look after your mind body spirit everything and it was actually all up to you um right. I was like <laughs> I need to teach this to everybody I want everybody to know you know like I think I said I lost my dad to suicide when I was 15 and so that was like it's, it's been, you know, I discovered, you know, when you can have those wake-up moments where you're like, oh, of course that's my why, you know. So that's my why. And then, um, you know, having my own breakdown and then, yeah, and then from there realising, well, actually, you know, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. There's so much that we can do and there's all this stuff that happens at the, at the end of, you know, once everyone's depressed. But in actual fact, it's all this stuff we can do for prevention, to take care of ourselves and to, you know. So... Probably about, you know, five years ago, I wanted to have my own business. We've got an avocado farm as well, so I'd sort of done online stuff with that and, you know, set up an online shop selling avocados. And, but my real core passion, desire is to have a business in the wellbeing space, supporting other people to live their best lives. Um, but it took me ages to actually launch my first course and, and do all of that, had all the normal things. And then last year I actually did launch my podcast and I started doing courses and it was great. And I was like, oh, it'll be fantastic. I can do it while we're travelling. It's been a lot harder than I thought it would be to keep it going while we're travelling for obvious reasons. Yeah. But I've, I've kind of just been trusting in that too that like this is all part of it, you know, and I actually genuinely feel like I'm living the dream. Like this, doing this trip with our family is actually living the dream, you know. So that, that side of it is all amazing. It's just I just haven't been able to click the financial abundance piece it's just like there's still this gap there for me and in the actual launching of the you know really growing the business and really putting it out there and really saying you know it's still that even though I know like I know it all and I I meditate twice a day I've got a very solid meditation practice I'm very aware of my thoughts and but there's still there and there's still this block in that fully like just launching it and and actually changing the lives and doing what you do. And what, you know, and when you talk, all the stuff you talk about, it's just like, yes, 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 yes. But then there's still this, you know, and look, you know, realistically four kids, it's it's taken me this long to get to this point and traveling and all of that is part of it. But I'm so ready for that, that, you know, change the world, kind of like make an impact, help people have the financial freedom and abundance that side of it as well. So it's like, but I know it's still myself blocking that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Katrina, I love you. I have to tell you, like you turn my lights brighter. Like I can feel that you're like, whoop, and like, I get like, um, because here's the thing. You've heard me say this. I'm going to say this again. It's our vibration, right? That's the most tangible thing. And it literally hits people like sound waves. Okay. So when you talk, I feel it hit me. Right. And it opens doors and I see pictures that I didn't see before you get that, right? Okay. That's really yummy and juicy, right? Because a lot of time, most of the time, the sound waves, the vibrations, the vibrations of people's energy, it's just not hitting. And so what is hitting is more constriction. And so Mm -hmm. when we're around those people, we just feel this, you're already boom, like this. So that's really exciting Like you just handed me like three visuals for myself. So I want you to know that. And I wanted to name that out loud. So thank you. And also, whoa. (laughs) Okay. So the piece that's left to sort of create space around and push aside the constriction is around the money piece. So you started to travel and now you want to help people live their best life. You're in Portugal your kids are in this fabulous school we're doing this podcast okay and so what offer did you try or did you put anything out during this last program
3: yeah so i've done a few things i've so because i'm from a farm you know i had to focus on rural women so i did a the rural rockstar academy which was kind of like a you know getting clarity on what you really want what's holding you back and how to then actually make it happen um, and I did another one called Activate, which was kind of like sort of personal power, like the inner work and then the money work and then the entrepreneurial kind of, you know, starting a business that actually lights you up rather than just doing what you've always been doing. And then I did another one that was Align to Shine, which is all about sort of getting into alignment and what that really takes. Oh, and then I did a Magic Mornings program because I have a really solid morning routine, which I absolutely love. And I know that that's just life-changing. So I did a a morning routine program, which people really enjoyed. And I've coached a few people now. And I'm just about to do another course because so when we did this camper van thing, it really reminded me because my kind of wheels came off a bit and my routines went out. And, you know, I was like, I started to feel like that struggle a bit again. And I was like, oh, this is how people feel all the time. You know, it it was like the universe sending me this message saying, Katrina, this is what you have to help people with because you know, this is this reminder to you of what it feels like to feel crap and to feel like it's all hard. So I'm like, right, I've got to do another course on just, you know, basically kind of rocking your life, being empowered, like just all the stuff that you do and we talk about all the time. So I will also say there is also still a block as the money piece, but also I think because I lost dad to suicide, I know the seriousness of it. It's like there's this thing that I feel like, I don't want to be fraudy and I don't want to be, you know, I, I want to be totally genuine. And I, I think sometimes the pressure to genuinely help people is almost holds me back because it's like I know how serious this is, you know, and I don't want to make it worse for people or something. So there's, and I end the whole imposter thing about, you know, because I'm not qualified and, you know, I thought about doing psychology at one stage, but totally exactly what you say and all the things, like you don't need, right. and, you know dad went to a psychologist, he went to a doctor and he still took his life. So there's so much more to it. And I get that, but then it still seems to actually be the thing that kind of holds me back still a bit, you know, is that, I think it's the pressure I put on myself because I genuinely wanted to help it and which everybody does, but you know, it's like, it's a mindset thing, you know,
0: I get that. I get that double bind, like walking Mm. toward it. And then also feeling like scared to raise your hand for something that you might not be qualified to do. So, I mean, what comes to my mind is two parts of it. One part is you don't necessarily need to be calling people forward who are in a place where they're contemplating suicide, right? Mm. There's a whole range of people. And there are people who are in that struggle. My mom also was in that struggle. I think, you know, that part of my story. And so I'm very familiar with when people have just been in a state of depression that's taken them to a certain stage. And yet there's tons of other people who want to feel better who are going to feel better when they leave a yoga class, who are going to feel better when they go to a concert, who are going to feel better when they listen to Tony Robbins, who are going to feel better when they watch a good movie, who are going to feel better when they gather with some girlfriends and just talk about stuff that's going on. There's a whole group of people like that. And that's pretty much, thankfully, right, more of like the bell curve of the world is that those extremes are less and that sort of middle place is more, And we watch the way that we call people forward. You know, you're either Velcro for this one particular thing, or you're not a match. Mm -hmm. And in the work that I do, you probably can feel and notice that I'm not really raising my hand to talk to that, to speak to that. So I'm not really talking so much about words and naming those kinds of emotions, because I'm not really a match for that at all, right? I'm not a qualified therapist and that's not, that's fine because there's 7 billion people in the world and that's not my job, right? It's like a painter might paint your house, but he might not be qualified to do your plumbing. And that doesn't mean that he shouldn't paint the house. And a good painter doesn't need to necessarily go to art school. He could just be good at painting and he could be a really good person to paint your house. So we know that, right? We know that. And so it's what you decide to be a match for vibrationally, period, end of story. And if okay. you release that from the person that you are meant to care for, they're not coming because you're not a match. You won't be speaking to them, right? Even I noticed like there's degrees of it, like certain people like Morgan Harper Nichols who came into Made for Millions, she talks a lot about sadness and I'm not saying she's talking to people who are at that stage that we were just referring to, but she is naming like sadness in a different way than I am. I'm not even really wanting to meet people there. I want to meet people here. And so by doing that, I'm sort of only calling people forward who can even reach it, right? So I'm sort of coming from the place of, you've got an ego that's got a lot of stuff and we all do. And then we've got this higher self, right? And we're just going to go up and over it. And some people, they're not able to hear that. They really want to talk about the pain, the story, the da, 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 mm-hmm. But then they wouldn't feel comfortable hanging out with me because I don't really make a space for that story. Yeah. Right. So yeah, they definitely. would need someone else. So that you get to choose that. And, you know, Joe Dispenza is a chiropractor yeah. who he is. It's interesting. The data that he has shows that people who are on antidepressants leave his retreats and no longer report feeling depressed six months, a year, two years after a retreat. And he doesn't talk at all about depression or suicide. He just has people sit on their butt and go into the field, go into Mm -hmm. the I am. And so my guess based on his data is that the majority of people, not all, but the majority of people who are even in that place, if we started meeting them soul to soul in the so hum is what Deepak calls the I am, so hum. If we met them in the so hum, the so hum part of them has no inclination to kill itself because it's part mm-hmm. of the one self. It's part of the one self. So there's no way it would, right? It's, it's energy itself. It's infinite, it's abundant, it's love, it's blessing. But what happens is the person gets so identified with the small self, with the ego, with the story, with the thoughts, the thoughts, the thoughts that we stop creating the space. So my guess is when we meet people in the SOHUM and we only see that and we, are stand, we stand for it and we hold residence for that, they will just feel good and they will feel more of this truth, of this default, of this who they really are. And then on their own, they'll be able to keep swimming in that, swimming in that, swimming in that. I think a lot of therapists actually meet people in the, in the story. Yeah, Totally. So I don't know that that's actually helpful. And then they keep treating the problem as if the person and the problem are inextricable and they give people medication. And I just find that it's fascinating just because of the data that I've seen through mindfulness and meditation and meeting people in just a much bigger field of space called your actual energy. So I'm I'm saying all that to you because I really do think the more you sit with that, that's going to help you so that you can take the brakes off and just go wheels up, Right and just bring people in. I'm also curious because you said activate align to shine morning magic stuff. You coach some people, you like are doing a lot of stuff. And it's kind of like when someone is like moving around a lot, you know, as opposed to like fierce, strong residents, boom. Right. And I'm like, like, why is she doing five different things? Like you tried this, you tried this. I like it, but I also am like, I see it as a clue of like, part of what we were just talking about makes you so uncomfortable that you move forward and then you have to move over here and then you move over here. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, but I think if you can really breathe into what I was just saying, and you feel like it's true at all, what I was just saying, then you can just stand firmly in. I'm here to give energy away. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's all I can do. I'm not God. I don't create the moon and the stars, but Mm -hmm. I can give pure fire energy away and a tune, a tune to each person one at a time so that they change their instrument, change their instrument, change their instrument. And when you do that, you can be free to then just hold it and really churn it and compost it and really like hold, 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 hold. You won't have to do five things. You can just do, I'm doing activate and I just keep talking about it. I am Katrina and I do this thing called activate and this is what it is. And this is what it is over and over. It's like Jerisha Hawk. She's like, my name is Jerisha Hawk. I have a program called Leverage. This is what it is. It's open. It's get on the wait list. It's closed. It's open again. No, it's not. Get on the wait list. Leverage, 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 right? And it's easy and confused buyers don't buy, but people who are not confused, who feel the energy, they Mm -hmm. will show up, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for you because this feels simple to me. Um. And I
3: love, like, I love going live, you know, like, I love talking. I've always loved talking since I was a kid, debating public speaking, all of that. So that's, and I know that's a lot of the thing that people really struggle with when they try to show up and do this work. So I've got that bit worked out. I think you're right. It is the clarity. I did, I kind of went that way because I worked with a coach. I was kind of working with a mentor who does like a different program every month and it takes them on a kind of a customer journey and that kind of stuff. But And also, given my life situation, it's too hard to do that in a lot of ways. And I think you're right in that to keep it simple (laughs) would make a lot more sense. And I can have just as much impact. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't love that. I think that it's like, what would feel easy? What would feel good? What would feel powerful? It's like, keep it simple, right? Um, and the customer journey can be going live, giving them one freebie, a free meditation, a free opt-in, blah, 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 getting them on a call, moving them into the program or no call, just moving them into the program, depending on the price of the program, that might not need a call. Right. Um, and it depends what you want to do, but it's here. So why yeah. did you think about signing up to even consider this mastermind? Like, why does this feel now like this is my next step?
3: Well, it's like you always talk about it. it's your energy, it's you and Colleen. Oh. I love it. It really is though, you know, like it's exactly what it is. And I loved because I did abundance ever yeah. after. Yeah. Love that. And it just feels like there's an alignment there for me in the work because what you are so genuine in the way that you do it. It's it yeah. feels very in integrity. It feels very genuine. And it feels like, you know, I feel like I could be friends with you, you know, like it's that's what it feels like. Whereas some of the coaches that I've worked with are kind of a little bit too out there, almost like right. a bit dreamy, you know, it's like, well, I don't know if we'd actually have that much in common in real life, you know, and, and you've got kids, which I think, you know, makes a difference in this because you get that. And so, I don't know. And it's just like being in that energy and learning from you. And I, I just want a business like yours. So I'm
0: like, it just makes sense. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that makes sense to me too. I'm really excited about it. It's been amazing, you know, to meet people. We, we were talking to, to these last week and she applied for the mastermind. She's like, Kath, when I met you, I remember signing up for the program. How am I going to have the money? Then I started making $2,000 a month in Abundant Ever After. She's now up to 12,000 a month. She's making from selling this like beautiful Pakistani clothing. I've heard that story. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's crazy. 12,000 she made mm-hmm. last month. And then now she's creating something called Let's Come Forward, where it's a podcast and it's a platform and she wants to be speaking and moving women into relationship with each other and helping them grow their business. And I'm like, hell yeah, you will. Mm, So she said to me, she goes... I want to join this mastermind. I don't even want the $12,000 a month to cover it. I want this to force me that the other side of my business, me coaching other women now to grow their business, me helping uh, speak on stage and grow this Let's Come Forward platform and podcast. She goes, I want that to make the money to cover this. I said, So then it will. Amazing. It's just amazing what people are, oh, I know, you know, going to allow in this year. It's yeah. time
3: yeah I know and that's what you were saying the thing and I'm like so right it's so true isn't it like it just there's so much and so needed all this stuff is so needed like people are you know and there's, there's four more people at this level and there's also so many people who still need this next level of just goodness in their lives you know and yeah they have to
0: thrive. and Katrina with you it's one of those things where I told you like your energy is so fierce yeah It's not going to leave you alone. Oh, I know.
3: And I'm so frustrated with myself almost because it just does not, it's been five solid years of this calling
0: (laughs) and it's like, it doesn't go, but I can feel like you're at this place where you're ready to just kick the door down of resistance because Mm -hmm. you're like, it's just a little bit of a switch. It's over. It's just right here. It's right here in this energy. It's going from here to right here. Right. And turning around and saying, I love going live. So now it's about calling them forward. The (laughs) thing they want most from you is to be called up, right? They love Natasha Hemingway. They love Jerisha Hawk. They love hearing people say, now put in your application and let's go, right? And so these women who you're going to help, they're begging for that. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly where I'm at. Yeah. Great. So that's, that's why it's time, right? It's time. Yeah. And that's the beauty of making these payments is you're going to say, okay, I'm making this payment. So I have to now turn around and put this offer in the world in this energetic yeah. so that I make back multiples of it. It's going to force you. It's going to kick your butt. Right. Yeah. Well, I think I'm, I'm clear about where you're at. And um, this is like my, my favorite call that I, I had today.
3: Oh, thank you. It's awesome. So good. I'm sorry. I just love, it. it's just such a, it's just a joy to get to speak to you for this time as well. So well,
0: you're me. always so sweet and you DM me and you repost things. And will you DM me the link or whatever to this, the school that you're talking about? Oh, I will. I totally please, will. Please, yes. Please. yes. You're inspiring yeah. me so much. Like you have oh. no idea. You really don't have an idea how your energy is. So zzz that like, it like got me thinking, it's like, wait, what is she up to? What is she doing? That's so expansion. Cool. Yeah.
3: I'll send you Bloody. the guys who are running the program is really cool. You can come and do it just for like a month and it's just, yeah, it's such a cool thing. Yeah. You would love it. <laughs> and this place, this area in Portugal is so cool. Like it's kind of a bit untouched, you know, like it's sort of a bit, it's kind of sort of groovy, but not like overdone. So it's just, it's a very authentic and it's just beautiful. And we're living in this little place in the village. It's so cool. So cool.
0: Katrina, yeah. that, that, so cool expansion adventure that you're on with traveling. Yes. It's just an energy that you were able to just allow to take you right on this. The money is everywhere. It's just yes. right now. We it's been in, it's been in a hold because there was a double bind. There was, mm-hmm. I could call people forward, but what if I'm not qualified? Right. Mm-hmm. But when we let that go and we know yes. that it's just energy, right. And it's just allowing that creative intelligence to flow through you. I know, it's right there. Then it just gets exchanged for money and then it just keeps being more and you will have so much of it because it's everywhere. You just have to let that, you're just going to let it in. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I love talking to you. It was a pleasure. (laughs) All right. To (laughs) be continued. Bye. Bye, honey. That was such a great conversation. I so appreciate you, Katrina. Thank you so much for letting us share that with everyone. You're such a gem. You can all go follow Katrina on Instagram. She's at Katrina underscore Myers underscore. She's also at Barham Avocados. Okay. Now we're going to listen to a really interesting talk I had with the awesome Ryan Levesque. He's the CEO and creator of the Ask Method, an entrepreneur and a bestselling author. He's built a $10 million a year business and has an email list of over 4.1 million people using the power of quiz funnels. His Ask Method company is a three-time Inc. 5,000 company, which was named the seventh fastest growing company in Austin, Texas. And it's the 50th fastest growing educational company in the USA. It's mind-blowing what he's done. Ryan has also two books that I love, Ask, The Counterintuitive Online Method to Discover Exactly What Your Customers Want to Buy, Create a Mass of Raving Fans, and Take Any Business to the Next Level and Choose, The Single Most Important Decision Before Starting Your Business. Both of these books are so helpful, and I highly recommend that you go get a copy. We're going to talk about some of the main concepts in his books, as well as how to harness the power of quiz funnels. We haven't really explored this topic on the show, so I think this is really cool for you to hear what he has to say. Plus, Ryan is just an overall stellar human being with such an honest heart, so it's a joy to have this opportunity to chat with him. Without further ado, please welcome the extraordinary Ryan Levesque. Ryan, I'm so happy that you're here. I've known about you for so long. I've watched trainings of yours. My friends are big fans. So welcome. Glad you're here. Kathy,
1: it's awesome to be here. I'm super excited for a conversation.
0: <laughs> well, let's get into it. So um, of course, you have been doing so, so many things, but you are very famous for asking lots of questions and coming up with this whole method around asking questions. So for anybody who, for some reason, was living trapped under a rock and never heard about it... Tell them what the heck this is, the Ask Method, and why are quizzes so juicy and such a good way to bring your audience in?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. And there's, there's so many timeless reasons for why that's true. And there's also some really important reasons that are incredibly relevant to what's happening in the world right now. Um, so at the end of the day, the Ask Method is a marketing methodology whereby when someone lands on your website, you begin by asking a series of questions to better understand who they are where they're coming from, their challenges, what their desires are. So you can ultimately customize the marketing and the messaging and even maybe the products that you sell people based on those responses. So you're moving from a one size fits all paradigm to a paradigm where you are doing much more of a conversational funnel. It's a much more human way of selling online and a much more natural way than the way most people and most websites tend to do it in the world that we live in today.
0: Oh, it's so smart. It makes so much sense. So often when I'm speaking with people, and these are really smart people who worked hard, most of our listeners, they put in their time, they went to college, they've got it all going on. But then they feel really overwhelmed about making a jump to selling something to someone. And I say, wait a second, but you don't just do that first. First, you would understand the market, you would understand what they want. So if I would just go to the grocery store and get you some like salt and vinegar chips, I might not get the right order. But if I just said, Hey, Ryan, what do you want from the grocery store? And then you say to me, Oh, I really love that. They have this kind of sushi. It's in the, you know, it's like avocado rolls. I'll be your best friend. Cause I'll nail it. So we right. forget. And Seth Godin said this to me about 18 times, which is radical empathy, right? It's about radical empathy, which means ask people what they want. So let me ask you this question then. How do we ask what people want and need while still being true to like making things that we love like do we have to choose between like I feel like I'm not really myself and doing something I'm passionate authentic that's to me or or is there a way to like no you can be empathetic you can get that order right and still find a way to do it from a place that feels like you
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I think there's a perfect opportunity to marry those two things, right? And so I'll just, let's give a real world example. Let's say, for example, you're looking to, you know, put together a program that is maybe helping people become a better leader in the workplace. Just just take a fictitious example, and this is off the top of my head. But so imagine you're creating this program. You say, listen, I am so passionate about helping people become better leaders. In fact, it's like what I love doing. It's what lights me up every single day. Um, but before I go down this process, I really want to understand where you're at right now. I really want to understand when it comes to becoming a better leader, what your biggest challenges are, where you're at right now, your biggest struggles. And then based on that information, I'll be able to recommend the best next step for you. So tell me what's your biggest challenge, where are you at right now, click the button below, answer a few simple questions, and I'll see you in just a minute on the other side. So you're able to lead with the thing that you're passionate about, right? You've put yourself out there. You've right. kind of, you got right. your- people get a sense of who you are. You're not saying like, tell me what to create and I'll create it, like, you know, saying this is what I love, but let's co-create this together. You tell me where you're at right now and I'll recommend the best next step for you in the same way that if you're a leadership expert and let's say you and I met at a Starbucks, right? And we're getting our Starbucks and you, know, you get your cup and it's Kathy with a K and you're just cringing, right? You're just cringing over this right now. And I say, wait, you're, you're Kathy from the, the podcast. Like I've listened to you before. Listen, I need help. I need advice. Like I wanna start a business. I wanna, I wanna move on. What do I do? Are you just gonna say like, here's my recommendation. Like start a drop ship. No way. You're you're gonna like be like, well, like, do you have a minute? Like, I know I'm still waiting for my drink. They gotta fix the name and they totally mess it up. So can I ask you a few (laughs) questions? (laughs) <laughs> like that's how, you how in the
0: scene you are they mess with the name and then, and they love the drop shipping like that's like your first go to of course you should start a drop shipping but why?
1: <laughs> exactly right you know but no that's how we if we meet someone in the real world not the digital world but like in the real world with atoms and molecules and air <laughs> oxygen and all the things that we know right you meet someone well how do you do it you begin by asking questions well listen i, I don't know you but like can i have, if you're if you have a minute like can i ask you a few questions about like So tell me like what lights you up? Like what type of things you, you would ask questions. And so the problem with that model is that you can only have one of those questions at a time, but imagine for a moment if your website gave you the power in a leveraged way to have hundreds of those conversations with people around the world, every single day. That's cool. Right? Now you take your expertise in an unleveraged way and now you have leverage. This is leverage way this is the leverage path for converting clicks into customers and clients and students and moving people down this path and when you do this if you felt even in your physiology a shift about the exciting aspect of being asked questions you're tapping into the psychology of self discovery where it doesn't matter what you sell doesn't matter what topic you're focused on whether it's leadership or drop shipping or whatever right the thing that people care more about than anything else is themselves And when you can, when someone lands on your website, open up and invite the opportunity where they can learn something about themselves in the form of a quiz funnel, in the form of an assessment, in the form of questions that you might ask. Like when it comes to improving your skill as a leader, there's really no one size fits all way. It really comes down to your natural leadership style. There are five major styles, by the way. Have you ever taken the time to find out what your style is? Well, we have this free assessment that will help you figure out what your natural leadership style is. And based on the answers to these questions, I can recommend the best next step for you to take. And it's totally free. Mm. Like it's a very powerful promise that is universal in its applicability. It's not limited to a specific industry or niche or business model. You're tapping into human emotion. You're tapping into human psychology of wanting to be treated as an individual not as a number, not as just another website visit.
0: Right, right. You've made so many good points. One of them, just let's see if I can go back in order. One of them is just the idea that you do get to leave with what you love. And I started my business as a songwriter. I used to write music for Disney and Coca-Cola and all of that stuff. And my songwriter friends would say, well, you sold out. You wrote a song for Coca-Cola. And I said, well, I wanted to write songs, right? So I would already know this is the business I want to be in. And then I would sit down with Ogilvy or Deloitte or Leo Burnett, and I would say, ooh, what story are you telling? And they, w- they would say, no songwriters are asking us this. They just send us three songs about their trip to Nashville, and we don't always are able to use those, so thank you. And then I got all of this business from asking questions, but I love you start with, you get to start with what you love, right? You're not starting with anything. And then I love this idea when you were saying like people People love to talk about themselves, right? Absolutely. The most important thing to us is is self-discovery. And so it, it is beautiful. And you said, if that started to light you up when I said that, it's like, it did light me up because like you said, in a real world with molecules and atoms, you would never go to a party and walk right over to the guy on the sushi line and say, hi, I do this, this, and this. Do you want to buy from me? Let me pitch you all of my, like, that would be so weird and inappropriate, right? You'd never get asked back. So you would instead have to say, like, "Oh, how do you know the person? Oh, my kid also is in that little league? Oh, what do you do?" And then maybe you'd go, "Oh, well, I actually have a thing like right?" And we forget just based and you're making it so clear. So let's say somebody's listening to you now and they're like, "I, I want to just get my head around how I would even begin to come up with a quiz, and I know that you're going to c- give us something juicy at the end of today's call." But yeah. what are the kinds of questions or the kinds of ways we can even think about? beginning to do this in our business?
1: So I think at first, it's it's helpful to understand that, uh, first and foremost, a quiz funnel is is not a gimmick. This isn't like a marketing trick or tactic. This is a philosophy of uh, selling and serving online at scale. And I'm going to boil it down to not just sort of theoretical concepts, but to some actual practical tactical steps that you can take. So first things first, when you think about a quiz funnel in this environment, this is not, first of all, one of these Harry Potter quizzes that you've taken online, like you know, <laughs> Harry, Harry, Harry Potter characters, your dog, you know, like, oh, that was kind of fun. Like, no, this is a quiz that's designed to convert clicks into clients. That's full stop what we're doing here. And what you'll find is that every successful quiz funnel follows the same paradigm. There's a three-step process, attract diagnose, prescribe
2: mm-hmm. like the
1: doctor. You're asking questions to understand a person's situation. So you can pr- prescribe the best next step. And it could be buying your product. It could be booking a one-on-one call with you. It could be watching your workshop or your webinar. It could be joining your group. It could be listening to your podcast. Like for example, for you, for your show, I think what would be really powerful is that you could have an assessment that is, look, we've been helping aspiring entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs for you know, however many times. And how many episodes have you had in your, in your show?
0: and like twenty, I think.
1: So we've, helped, we've done, we brought in 600 experts. And one of the biggest questions that comes up is, where do I begin? Well, the reality is there's no one size fits all answer. But if you tell me a little bit about where you are right now, the biggest challenge you're facing, I will recommend the best three shows for you to start with. Mm, So good. So powerful, right? Versus like in this sea of overwhelm episodes, where do I begin? Because it's hit or miss, right? Like imagine if someone listens to your current episode and it's not relevant to them, they might not ever come back because like, ah, it wasn't really my jam. But if you can give them three episodes of those 600 that are just totally killer for them, you have a listener for life. Mm. And whether you have a podcast, a blog, if you're a coach, consultant, if you're an e-commerce seller, we have one chance at that first impression. And that's what you're doing right here. So attract, diagnose, and prescribe. Now in marketing terms, that comes down to three steps of a process. You've got a hook, which is the big idea that attracts people to your quiz in the first place. You've got what we call the bridge, which is the bridge that connects people from where they're at, the hook, the big idea that gets them excited. And then your offer, the thing that you want people to do next or buy from you after the quiz. Now, if we go from start to finish, left to right, I'll start with a few kind of tactical things to be thinking about. When we talk about the hook, the big idea behind your quiz. You can do a quiz funnel about virtually any topic under the sun. You could do one like we just came up with right now for your show. You could do one for a leadership quiz. I mean, there's a million ideas. Sure, that can sure. come up with. But there are only three types of quizzes to choose from. And the reason why we know this is, you know, we Quite literally wrote the book on the subject. We have a software technology platform that have had over 12,000 quiz funnels has been built on the platform. We have access to all this data, all this information. We know what- Love
0: that. I was going to say, how do you build a quiz?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we've got the technology to do. We've, we have uh, over 200 million data points annually, people going through these quizzes. So we know more about this than anybody else in the world, just based on the data that we have access to. But there are three types of quizzes and sort of as a micro assignment, a micro first step, if you're kind of like thinking about what might your quiz be about, this is the first place. Three types of quizzes. Think about which one you think makes the most sense for your business. First type a quiz, what we call a type quiz. Type quiz is where you are putting people into one of several types based on who they are and their circumstances. I'm not going to go too deep in the psychology because I I won't geek out too, too much. But for those of you who are kind of neuroscience psychology geeks like I am, um, you're tapping into a phenomenon known as categorical perception. Categorical perception is basically our brains. In order to make sense of the world, we have to put things into categories, even something like color which exists on an infinite spectrum, our brain has to organize, oh, that's red, that's Mm. orange, that's yellow. Those are artificial constructs. Our brain uses that to make sense. So even human beings, we all know that we're all unique, right? There's 8 billion of us, give or take. We're all special snowflakes. We're all unique. But our brain has to organize people into different buckets. We even want to organize ourselves into a bucket. What bucket do I fall into? So an example of a type quiz would be like, for example, Neil Gordon. He's a public speaking coach. He has a quiz. What's your public speaking type? Take the quiz to find out now. He was quite literally driving for Lyft. That was his day job. He was driving for Lyft. He decided to invest in creating a quiz funnel. He now makes, this is crazy when I say it, but it's true. He makes six figures a month in his business, teaching people how to become better public speakers. All on the back of this quiz as the engine to drive that growth. So type-
0: Love it. Oh, such a good story.
1: So type is first one. Next one is what we call a killer Quiz Killer quiz is instead of putting people into a bucket based on their type, you're helping people identify the biggest mistake that's killing their ability to get success. The biggest roadblock that's holding them back from achieving the transformation that you deliver in your product or service, right? So an example of this would be, um, so I think of Charlie Walls. Charlie Wallace was a struggling musician. So kind of your world, you know, songwriter, musician. And uh, he wanted to tour the world. And that was his dream, wanted to do that whole thing. But the only problem was he wasn't making any money doing it. So he decided to start teaching people how to play guitar. So he started as a guitar coach. And he went from being an unleveraged local, you know, musician, just teaching people how to play guitar to teaching people online. And he created this brand, Guitar Mastery Online, Guitar Mastery Method on the back of this Guitar Progress Killers Quiz. So he has an assessment when you first go to his website, that helps you identify the biggest mistake you're making in your technique that's holding you back from getting to that next level. And he quite literally went from sleeping in the back of his car at his low point to now making over $2 million a year, teaching people how to play guitar online on the back of this killer quiz. So we got a type quiz, killer quiz. And the third one is what we call a score quiz score quiz is where you help people identify where they are on a spectrum of success. Like we all want to know the, the psychology here, by the way, is social comparison theory. We all want to know where we stack up.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: like, why is it that she's making more money than I, how right. is it? That, like He's lost more weight than me. Like right. we all want to know, like where we kind of stack up in the world. And again, the way our brain makes sense of where we are is by comparing ourselves to other people. We all know we shouldn't do it but we all know we do it, right? It's like one of those things. So you can create a score quiz that taps into that psychology. And I think of, for example, Dr. Tangie Watkins, she was a, a medical doctor before COVID happened. COVID happened. She was on the front lines and she got burned out. And she said, I want to make a career shift. I want to shift my career. I am really passionate about helping other people. I'd love to do it in a virtual digital paradigm. I'd love mm-hmm. to become a coach." So um, the only problem was she had no experience, no product, no websites, like no nothing. Like she had nothing, but she had this desire. So she used a quiz to help identify what is your career fulfillment score? How fulfilled Mm. are you in your career? And she used this quiz to build a pre-launch list. So before she launched, right? You know, we all know that if you're launching a restaurant, what's the most effective way to launch your restaurant to a bunch of business? Have a line of people out the door, right? Like just imagine that proverbial line out in the parking lot. You open the doors you're going to sell out. So she had a line out the door before she launched her coaching services through this quiz. First month in business as a coach, quit her job as an MD, goes into this practice. She makes over $20,000 as a coach starting completely from scratch. And she's making six figures over a quarter million dollars a year, basically doing something that she absolutely loves. So the first question to be thinking about is type killer score. Which one of those do you think might be first guess, first kind of gut reaction, the most effective framework for your first quiz? And I know some people are probably gonna say all of them (laughs) or I can't choose, but if you had to pick one, which one might be the first one you start with? And that's a good sort of first place to start to kind of get the creative juices flowing on what your quiz might be about.
0: That's amazing that you've just spent so much time really, really understanding this so well. And it's fascinating how human beings jump right to, I put the pressure on myself to come up with solutions before I've assessed, before I've understood. And really what do people want most? They want to be seen, they want to be heard. And then it really helps you actually just hand them what they need. And it's so basic, but we just don't get that at all. Mm -hmm. And speaking of where do we choose in terms of what kind of quiz to choose? I want to also just mention your book because it's so powerful and it's the number one question that I get. So I feel like Ryan, you need to create a whole side of your business where you create a quiz for this audience and just scoop them up because the number one question for people is, I love to leave my job. I have no idea what I want to do. I don't even know what business to start. I think I maybe like three things, but is that even a business? Is that a hobby? So Ryan wrote a book for everybody listening in 2019 called choose the single most important decision before starting your business. And he's presenting a meticulously tested step-by-step process designed to help you minimize the risk. So when that you start, you have a greater chance for success. So Ryan, what the hell, how could you even write this book? Like, how do you know the answer to that? Like, what do people need to know before? And now they're going to go read the book. What do we need to know about choosing?
1: Yeah, you know, I think, as I say in life, the answers are easy. It's the questions that are hard. And I think people approach the question of thinking about starting a business um, in the wrong way. They're asking the wrong question. Most people spend that time thinking about what type of business should I create? What type of business should I start? When in the reality, the first question that you should be asking is, who should I serve? Who's my market? Who's my ideal customer? And then from there, you can marry those two things that we talked about in the beginning of this conversation, which is your passion and your interests and you know, your desires and what you want to do and how you want to serve and what the market actually wants. Because, you know, when we looked at, you know, the four types of, you know, type of entrepreneurs, you have the sort of the passion focused entrepreneur, which is someone who has a passion in life. Like I love watercolor painting and I want to it into a vocation, but it's not always what people want to buy. So the shadow side to the passion based entrepreneur is that you end up building a business that doesn't make any money and you that thing that you once loved that was your passion becomes the thing that you hate. And you become dispassionate about right,
2: it. Right. You know, on
1: the flip side, you have opportunity-based entrepreneurs and opportunity-based entrepreneurs are people who say, look, I don't know what I want to do. I just know I want to start a business or have a business. Um, but if you pick something that you're devoid, there's no passion at all. At some point, you're going to wake up five, 10 years later and say, what the heck did I just do with my life? And people pursue careers like that, right? You wake up one day and it's like, why am I even doing this? Oh, yeah. Well, it was because like, I could get a good job and get a good exactly. salary, but he did some school and like, it was good earning potential. And so, you know, the book goes into the different types of entrepreneurs. This is sort of a meta thing. We even have a quiz as part of the book to help you decide what type of entrepreneur are you um, to kind of identify the different, there are four types, by the way. I won't reveal what the other two are. You have to read the book to find that out. Ooh, uh, but the reality is it's just, a it's a, the, for the relevance of this conversation is it's a good meta example of how you can use an assessment, use a quiz to better understand people. And if you're looking to publish a book, as an example, instead of having people read that book generically, you can inform people and say, if, if you're a passion-based entrepreneur, I really want you to pay attention to pages mm-hmm. 13 to 36. This is really going to speak to you, especially the example on page 19. You're really going to want to pay close attention to that. So again, it's a way that you can frame what it is that you do in such a way that people feel like, oh my gosh, you know me, it's like you've been spying on my dinner conversation, Yeah, exactly what's going on. And the only question people have when you create that reaction for them is, what do I do next?
0: Yep. Let me ask you this because it's, I think something that is where people hit their resistance all the time, which is, it seems like they have a business problem, but they really have a courage problem because the reason ultimately they're afraid to choose, the reason they're afraid to make their first quiz is Well, what if it's mediocre? What if I don't do it right? What if I make a quiz and I put it up and no one takes it or I don't do it well? And so I'm sure that you've encountered this because you've coached so many people through these processes. What do you say to someone who is feeling that stagnant because they, they're afraid that right. whatever they wind up choosing won't be for sure a win?
1: You know, there's there's so much to unpack here. I mean, I was a recovering perfectionist myself. And so I'm probably the most risk-averse entrepreneur that you're ever gonna meet. Like I was the type, I did all the things. Like I, you know, went to good school and I studied hard and I got good grades. And, you know, my dad was in a union job and like the, the thing that was beaten in my head growing up and I'm the first in my family to go to college. Wow. Was, was like, you, you know, you get a good job and you don't mess up. Like you don't take risks because risks oh, are crazy, right? And like I had that like in my life. And so I had to kind of unlearn all that and shed all of that baggage in order just to like step through the threshold of like, all right, I'm going to leave my job and actually do this. And I I did that and I I quit my job. And I'll tell you a few of the things that were really impactful for me. um, And I'll wrap with some of this wisdom. So first things first, um, this is not school. You don't have to get an A plus. You will be imperfect. And some of the things that my mentors have taught me um, are as follows. Remind yourself that the name of the game is to stay in the game until you win the game. Mm. And the way that you win the game is by asking yourself constantly, what is the next step that I can take that's so small, it's literally impossible to fail?
2: Mm. That's the
1: work of Dr. Robert Maurer. It's a great question you can ask yourself in anything in life, when you face resistance, you want to do a workout and you're like feeling like I can't do this workout. Ask yourself this question, what is the next step Mm -hmm. I can take that's so small, it's literally impossible to fail. And that step might be so small that it's laughable to you. It might be take one step in the direction (laughs) of your running shoes, right? It's literally that. Right. Take that next impossible to fail step. You just keep layering them on top of one another. And then at some point along the way, you laugh at yourself and you say, this is not so hard. What am I doing? And so give yourself permission to be less than perfect. Fall in love with the process, detach yourself from the outcome. And that for me, that's my high six and my high. When I embodied that in everything that I did in my business, that's when I started to unlock. That's when I went from literally quitting my job to making $25,000 a month within 18 months, make over a million dollars a year within three years, building a $20 million year business, working from home with a family, homeschooling our kids, traveling the world, being able to do all these things, literally taking one impossible To fail step at a time.
0: It's amazing. You provided so much value. And I want you to be able to tell everybody that special thing that you mentioned to me before we started recording.
1: Yeah, you know, so look, we've gone as deep as we can in the time that we have, right? We have (laughs) such limited time. Um, we talked about this power of an assessment, of a quiz funnel. And if you're like most people, you've kind of gotten a taste of what that could be. Maybe you've started to think about some ideas, but you might have questions. You might be wondering, like, how do you figure out what type of quiz is right for you? Might be wondering, like, how do you come up with your questions in the quiz? Like, what is it? What does this actually look like? Like examples? Like, can you see some examples that are like in businesses like yours? Um, well, if you're listening to this or watching this right now, I've got some really good news, and that's this. Once a year, we host a week long quiz funnel workshop, and it's a hundred dollars to attend. But I've got some good news, and that's this. Um, Kathy and I were talking before we went on the air, and what we decided to do for anyone who's a listener—that means you—if you're here right now. Um, if you go to a special link, which is quizfunnel.com forward slash Kathy, and you type in the coupon code Kathy, that's with a C C A T H Y Kathy, it will take that $100 ticket price to free. Meaning you can attend this week-long workshop 100% for free. And we're going to go through the process of how to come up with your very own quiz funnel step-by-step. We're even going to cover the process if you have no business right now and no product, and you're trying to start completely from scratch. If you're like Dr. Tanji and you want to use this quiz funnel to build that pre-launch list before you actually create and leave that next thing. So we're going to go through it step-by-step and the link is quizfunnel.com forward slash Kathy coupon code Kathy. And I would absolutely love to invite everyone here to join us at this week long workshop.
0: You are so generous. And I also just have to say to you that I have known about you and I've known who you are for such a long time and you are so humble and sweet and you give so much energy to whoever you're talking to that I am not surprised that you are as successful as you are. And tell everybody where they can follow you in addition to joining that link before you go.
1: Yeah, pretty much every social media handle, you're going to find me at Ask Ryan Levesque. So A-S-K-R-Y-A-N, Ask Ryan Levesque. My last name's the tough one. It's a French name, L-E-V-E-S-Q-U-E, on Instagram, <laughs> on Facebook, on LinkedIn, wherever you tend to spend your time, Ask Ryan Levesque. And my last thing that I'll say is just, you know, you truly do not have to get it perfect. You just have to get it going. But the best time to get it going is today.
0: Hell yes. You are adorable. We'll put links in the show notes. And if you guys got something out of this, which I'm sure you did go ahead and post about it and tag Ryan. And I will repost some of those. Ryan, have an amazing day. You're awesome. Awesome. Thank you. How amazing is Ryan? Here are the takeaways. Number one, take the brakes off. Go wheels up and let people in. Number two, keep it simple. Do what feels easy and good. Number three, the money is everywhere. When we let go of the double bind and we know it's just energy and it's allowing the creative intelligence to flow through you, it gets exchanged for money more and more. You just have to let it in. Number four, lead with the thing you're passionate about and let people get a sense of who you are. You're co-creating this together. Number five, you begin by asking questions. Number six, a quiz funnel isn't a gimmick. It's a philosophy of selling and serving online at scale. Number seven, people focus on what type of business should I start, but the first question to really ask is who should I serve? Who's my market? Who's my ideal customer? Number eight, the name of the game is to stay in the game until you win the game, and you win the game by asking yourself constantly, what is the next step I can take that's so small it's literally impossible to fail? Take that next impossible to fail step and keep layering them on one by one. Number nine, fall in love with the process. Detach yourself from the outcome. You don't have to get an A plus. Give yourself permission to be less than perfect. You just have to get it going, and the best time to get it going is now. Okay, now I want to celebrate a really awesome student. Lindsay said, I want to share some exciting news that I know you all can appreciate. I woke up to the exciting news that in under six months, Dear Found Her has reached 10,000 downloads. As you all know, starting and maintaining a podcast is so much work and I cannot be more proud. This endeavor has led to some incredible opportunities. Most surprising has been the number of guests who have hired me to consult on their businesses. I just want to give a special shout out to Kathy and your whole team for giving me the set of tools to make this happen. I couldn't have done it without you. Oh my gosh, Lindsay, you are such a superstar. Congratulations on hitting such a big milestone. I know that this podcast and movement is only going to continue to grow. So I hope that you continue to keep us posted. You can all go listen to Lindsay's podcast. It's called Dear Found Her. And found her is like put together like one word, like founder, but found, H-E-R, found her. If you are interested in starting a podcast, you can go to kathyheller.com and you can look at the work with me page because we do have a podcast course that you guys can take a look at. And it might be just the thing that's going to help you to officially start your podcast now. Thank you so much for listening to the show. It means so much to me that you're here. I know that you have so much going on. It's about to be the start of summer. It's the end of the school year. There's a million things going on. Thank you for being here. I hope that every time you're here, you feel like it is worth your time. I can't wait for you to hear the episodes that we have coming up. So make sure that you're subscribed on Apple podcasts or follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen. And if you want to ask me a question, then you can leave us a review and inside your review, you can just include your question. It really helps more than you know when you guys leave us a review. So go ahead and leave a review. And if you want to come to the workshop next week, or if you think that going to the workshop next week is going to be helpful to one of your friends, that also helps us a ton. People come to these workshops. They're free. I think people get a tremendous amount of value. So sign up for the workshop, kathyheller.com slash abundance and tell a friend of yours, Hey, this girl, she's sincere. She's got a lot of cool stuff going on. Tell them to come on over because once they come over, they start to be a part of this podcast community. And I think that their lives are changing for the better. So really helps us. And I think it's helping them too. So spread the word kathyheller.com slash abundance. And you can join us in our workshop next week. I'm so excited about that. And if you found this podcast episode inspiring, then you can share it with your friends. You can just hit the share button and text it to them, or you can post about it on your Instagram and tag me at kathy.heller. You can also tag Ryan at Ask Ryan Levesque. and Levesque is spelled L-E-V-E-S-Q-U-E. You could also tag Katrina at Katrina underscore Myers, and I just know that they would be so delighted to see that this conversation made a difference for you. All right. Well, I really hope that I'll see you on Monday. KathyHeller.com slash abundance. Grab your seat. We are going to be so lit up. We are totally going to go over exactly how you can call in this abundance right now. You're going to feel so good. I can't wait. I love you so much. I'll leave you with a song of mine. Have a great weekend.
4: Some other town, we'll get lost and never go home, you'll be my shelter when it snows, I think you're something else, and I want you all to myself.